0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, episode 228 of the Get Around Podcast here on October the 3rd, October the 3rd, October the 3rd, in the year of our Lord, 2022. I
1: did just watch the new uh, Thor movie the other night.
0: That's obviously what it was, that's why I said Thor instead of 3rd, because I knew that you watched it, I didn't actually, I think I had just combined Lord and 3rd. Because I knew I was going to do the year of our Lord thing, and I stepped on it, and I'm upset with myself, but we're going to keep this in no matter what, because I enjoy when I screw up. It makes for entertaining podcasting, in my opinion. Um, I'm your host, Brendan Queely. Welcome to episode 228 of the Get Around. We are here in the Traverse City Record Eagle Studios. Well, only James is. I'm here uh, in my home, uh, and we do not have Jordan this week. Uh, unfortunately he is out ill. Uh, we are wishing him the best and hoping he gets better quickly. Um, but, uh, James and I will hold down the fort just as we did for the many months, uh, between, uh, when Andrew Rosenthal left, uh, in what, March and then Jordan came on in June. So it's not like we haven't done a, a twosome pod before cause we know we're bringing back the duo Lipa baby. We're, I mean, very excited. Very excited to bring back that stupid joke. Uh, so, uh, episode 228 of the Get Around, of course, is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations here in the city of Traverse City. They make subs in a fashion that is freaky fast. They do it because they like subs that are freaky fresh because they're freaky Jimmy John's.
1: Freaky, yeah. Do you, do you think
0: that Jimmy John's does, like, do they do fun Halloween stuff? Like do they lean into the freakiness of it? And like, I mean, I would if I was, if I was James Johns, <clears throat> James Jonathan's.
1: I don't know. Maybe they have a uh, a pumpkin spice sandwich that everyone everyone else seems to have a pumpkin spice something.
0: That's interesting. Doing like a like a pumpkin spice pork rub sandwich. I don't know.
1: I guess it doesn't sound appetizing, but you never know. I don't know. I don't know. I do like pumpkin pie. Are you? I'm not. A, I don't. I'm not a big pumpkin spice guy.
0: Pumpkin donuts are okay from time to time. Pumpkin donuts I, are great. I, I do like pumpkin.
1: Pumpkin yeah. pie, yes, always good as well. So here's what I
0: a little a little taste treat for those who want to get extra fat. Um, when you're eating pumpkin pie, a generous amount of whipped cream, obviously, but um, chocolate chip cookies go really well with pumpkin pie so if you've got a chocolate chip cookie dip it use that as the fork i don't know what's going on with my voice maybe i'm i'm getting the the rona hopefully not um but yeah use the use the use a chocolate chip cookie as your fork when you're eating uh just scoop pumpkin pie with whipped cream thank me later it is fantastic really really good or use a chocolate chip cookie as a crust for your pumpkin pie. That would be something. Maybe I'll try that. I'll make a pumpkin pie cheesecake with a chocolate chip cookie crust. Now we're on to something.
1: That sounds like a winner.
0: Yeah. So we, uh, we are here in episode 228 of the Get Around. Uh, we guessed last week, uh, What are we, I went with Quahog, Rhode Island. I went with Family Yeah, guy. you did. You did Point Place, Wisconsin for Wisconsin. that 70s show. And I can't remember what Jordan did.
1: Jordan picked Scranton for uh, Scranton, the Scranton, PA. Okay. For the office. All right. So,
0: so who was closest?
1: Uh, it is in southern Mississippi, like the very, the, the Gulf Coast part of Mississippi. Is Damn it, it I, two, picked two Missis- I picked Mississippi, what, last week or two weeks ago? Might have been. I don't have the old papers around. I threw them in the trash already. Son of a biscuit. But so you, what did would, pick, you did pick Mississippi once or twice, maybe.
0: What was the, uh, is there a show in Mississippi? I can't think of a show that's in Mississippi. A TV show. So maybe I never would have guessed it. Yeah, true. But uh, who gets the win here? Who's closest? Not me. I'm in Rhode Island.
1: Uh, I would guess Scranton, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think that's right.
1: So yeah. we'll give it to Jordan. Maybe make it feel better. Yeah, there we go.
0: Heal up, buddy. You just won our stupid game that we play every single week. All right, episode 229 is next week, then. I am, since Jordan brought it up last week, I'm just going to take it right now. I'm going to take Pawnee, Indiana, and I'll go Parks and Rec this week. I'll, I'll guess Indiana as my uh, as my state for
1: 229. Mm-hmm. Um we don't question. have Jordan's guess. We'll yeah, we we'll, we'll we'll text, text him, him at and some find point. out. Yeah, we'll find out before yeah. next week. And get, we'll get his, his and get his guess. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with The Walking Dead. Oh, Georgia then. Georgia, yeah. Atlanta. I love that. Wow, great pick. Um, I, I, how how long ago did you like drop off of watching The Walking Dead? Because it's I'm been a couple seasons for this. me.
0: I'm glad you asked that question because I absolutely did stop watching it. Um. Because it got it was it hit a peak with that episode of the when when Negan comes up and he does his killing, right? It hit that peak because that is one of the scariest episodes of television I have ever seen. And I was it's not even the zombies that were scary. It was the human yeah. beings that were really scary in that, right? That whistling that was just so unsettling. And every time that they tried to find a new way to to get out, there they were again, blocking their way. I mean, that was absolutely terrifying. That was probably one of the best episodes of television that I've ever seen. And then for it to have such a precipitous drop, I mean, like falling off of Mount Everest or whatever the tallest, steepest mountain is, that's what that show was. I stopped watching when they, when they, when they killed Rick, and I put kill in air quotes that people can't see, but I feel like people can hear the air quotes when I'm saying killed, right, in that certain way.
1: Has he come um, back? I, I, have, I haven't watched. I, can't, I thought he was, after I need thought him, he was supposed to kept, come back for a. I wouldn't doubt it, because, yeah, you never saw him dead, and then that's the Hollywood thing. If you never see the body, they're not dead. Well, he
0: was on a helicopter or something. Yeah. I don't know.
1: But yeah, they yeah, whisked him off in a helicopter. That. But I he was after
0: that. wounded I, I, re- I really tried I, I was like I was really giving it and I'm like I can't I can't do this I can't
1: yeah and we tried for like a, uh, I think we limped along for another season or two and then just kind of dropped off we tried watching the, the spinoff for a little while and didn't really get into that I don't think we got past the first season dead. yeah 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 I think it just became oversaturation
0: and um, and
1: other good shows came up.
0: Yeah, and they just seem like they 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 listen to the vocal minority of the fans who were upset about certain things, uh, and stopped taking risks for the show. But but hey, made a we lot digress. Of <laughs> yeah, made a lot of people a lot of money. Uh, but we obviously ha- have digressed. Uh, let's let's get into. Uh, little conversation about the uh, the last week of, of prep sports here in Northern Michigan before we get to our guests, uh, which will be Mises, uh, Colton Eckler, and Ben Humphreys. Excited to have those two players on. Super dynamic, a player, football players. Um, after what Colton Eckler has done the last couple of weeks, um, especially the the previous week, and then him and him and Ben uh, this previous Friday, kind of just um, teaming up and putting on a, a beating. Uh, Sixty to nothing against. Oh my God! I don't even know who Misek played. Bear Lake. Bear Lake. Yeah. Do you feel that Bear Lake should be the Bear Lake Bears, or are you okay with them being the Bear Lake Lakers?
1: Mm, they could be like the Lake Bears. The
0: something. Bear Lake Lake Bears. <laughs> 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 you know what? That's great because that fits perfectly into our trifecta or Duo Lipa question uh, about high school mascots. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the Bear Lake Lake Bears. I love that. That is that is fantastic. James with another winner. Uh, I can always count on you. Um, so we would have, this would have been a question more geared toward uh, if Jordan was here, um, but we were kind of asking, I was going to ask who lived up to the hype more Boyne City versus Charlevoix or Colton Eckler. And I was bringing that up only because I feel like Eckler lived up to the hype that he's been getting and Boyne City versus Charlevoix didn't. That was not a... from what I saw I mean, we were expecting two good teams battling and that's not what we saw uh, in that Boyne City game. We saw Boyne City perform well and
1: charlotte boy underperform yeah i think um point city was able to get get things going their defense played really well um they were able to to focus their defense i think on taking patrick Starrett away and and they didn't even completely i mean you know he scored a touchdown in the second half and had a couple big runs big catches and stuff but uh you know they just focused on taking the one biggest weapon away which kind of you know the bill belichick defense you know, make make you, make you the opponent beat you with something else. And and it worked. I mean, Charlevoix looked pretty good at the beginning. They got a three and out. <clears throat> they got a three and out, and then they had a long drive, a very long, prolonged drive, uh, where they just ground the ball down into the red zone and then weren't able to get a score out of it. And then Boynton City came back, scored a touchdown, and then got that pick six to go up two scores and that I, was probably I think it, I think it was the, kind of over there. I think that, that that seemed to be an early backbreaker.
0: Yeah, I was thinking the same exact thing. The same exact thing that I was going to say. I was going to be kind and say that was like an early turning point, but no, that really felt like I was that was it. I I left before halftime was over and when I was walking back I heard that I heard Point City score their third touchdown to go up 21-nothing. Um and I was like, "Cool! I'm glad that I got photos of Boyne City before the camera uh, died. The battery in the camera died. Uh, I didn't get much of Charlevoix, and I felt confident driving back. I'm like, okay, so Boyne City's going to win. I got good photos of Boyne City. That's all we need." Yeah, I was just, I was surprised. I, I, I hope Boyne City knows that when Jordan and I picked Charlevoix last week, we weren't picking against Boyne City, but it. It did seem to give them a little bit of chip on their shoulder. I, li- I like that quote that you got from – who did you get? Was that it's McHugh who said it's that? That's
1: Gavin Hewitt. Oh, yeah. oh, it was Hewitt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. said so there was a... – I can't remember how he put it, but
0: – Some some doubters.
1: Some doubt. yeah. We weren't doubting. We said
0: that was a 50-50 game, and guess what? Jordan and I were wrong. And I even said it to you, James. Um, you were there making the pick with uh, with your head instead of your gut. Uh,
1: your... I, I got enough gut, though. <laughs> <laughs> Working on that. Hey, man, you can make it even bigger with that chocolate
0: chip cookie and pumpkin pie trick. It's delicious. <laughs> um, so, what's Boyne's uh, ceiling this season?
1: I, I see them winning out, I think. I just, uh, I don't See them losing the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean they've got, you know, they'll have an okay test this week from Elk Rapids, but I think that's another one like it's like Charlevoix. You know, that's it's a good team, but I think Boyne's going to win that game. Um, yeah, and, and then Charloboy
0: beat Char- beat Elk Rapids this season already. Yeah, and so by the by the transitive property, which I learned in math class, I think. Uh, it should be a win for
1: Boyne City. Yep, and then you've got a not very good Tawas team in week uh, eight, and then Roscommon, who's a 500 team, in week nine. So, you know, I see them winning out, and then in the, you know, in the to win the districts, they're gonna have to beat another top 10 team in Nagani, most likely. So they're they're gonna have their work cut out for them, come playoff time. But I think they're going to to finish out an undefeated regular season.
0: Was Boyne better than you thought they were going to be?
1: I mean, well, I've seen them once before in person in the the Grayling game. Um, they didn't they didn't throw the ball as much necessarily as they did against Grayling, um, but I don't think they they needed to. their Their offensive and defensive lines are are both very solid. Um, they get a bunch of pressure from the defensive line, the offensive line just creates running gaps, running lanes. And uh, so they're able to just kind of grind teams down when they want. And then when they want to or need to pass, they have Alex Calcaterra, they have Mason Wilcox, they have Hewitt. Uh, They have plenty of options in the passing game as well. I don't imagine them passing the ball a lot this week against Elk Rapids, though, because of uh, that sprained ankle that Jack Neer got in the second half. Um, I think he's going to be kind of limited, but it seemed like there was n- not going to be any stopping him from playing next week.
0: So we're not going to get uh, like le- like we did last year uh, a-, a Boyne City uh, and St. Francis game, um, unfortunately. Um, but I-, I wanted to talk about St. Francis only because uh, I had a- before we found out. I had a- the first question I had was Does St. Francis win its final three games to secure a second undefeated regular season? But now it's kind of up in the air because St. Francis doesn't necessarily have a Week 8 opponent right now with uh, Flint Beecher dropping out uh, due to concerns about injuries, numbers, and other things like that. Uh, so first question, does St. Francis find an opponent for Week 8? Uh, and then I guess we can continue that and say, do they finish undefeated?
2: Um, <clears throat>
1: well, they'll have good test this Saturday in Sault Ste. Marie. Um, which who I haven't seen in person, but from secondhand stuff that I've heard about them, you know they have a a, a big team along the lines and all that. So that'll be a, a challenge as well. But I think it'll be. I don't know. Kingsley handled Kingsley handled
0: them pretty easily.
1: Yeah. Kingsley's a little bigger than normal though this year. Kingsley yeah. actually has a couple of uh, you know 230 pound offensive linemen instead of the 190 pound guys that they <laughs> have had for the last couple. I'm of years. just using. I'm,
0: I'm just using that transitive property again and going that yeah. St. Francis handled Kingsley, Kingsley handled Sault Ste. Marie, so I'm not really looking at Saturday as much of a test for St. Francis. But yeah, I've been wrong before, and I'm wrong most of the time. It'll so. be
1: it'll be a test, but one that St. Francis has studied for a lot, and probably is right. confident going into. Yes. But as far as finding a game to replace Beecher, I don't, I don't think so. At, at in two weeks, two weeks notice. I don't know how many teams don't have a game on Thursday. Or I mean, on Thursday, a, in Week right. Eight, who's available? Who's available? And then who's going to want to play the number one team in the state? Exactly. I, I mean, even if St. Francis offers to go on the road, who's gonna who's gonna take them up on that? You're yeah. you're gonna have to find some team that's 500ish or just above 500 and thinks that with some more playoff points they can get into the playoffs. I don't know who doesn't have a Week Eight game. I don't know. Yeah, and it's probably not you really those to choose from.
0: All right. Speaking of uh, the, the playoffs and playoff points, uh, Traverse City Central broke their uh, four game losing streak and avoided joining the 2006 Traverse City Central Trojans that went winless as the last team to have a five game losing streak. They beat up on uh, Midland Dow. Uh, by the palindromic score of sixty-two to twenty-six, I always love when that happens. When the score is a palindrome, it just it soothes my OCD heart so so much.
1: Um, so is that better than score origami?
0: yeah.
1: The uh, the sc- there's a guy on Twitter that keeps track of uh, NFL scores and scores that have never happened before in the history of the NFL. Yeah. And, and it's called Scorigami. And the Lions game of 48-45 to 45 this week was had never been done. Really? Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, no, I love those too. Those are always great. Um, so do you see consensual went out? I know we talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, can they win out and make the playoffs? And then how much of a statement win was that against Dow? I know talking to Eric Sugars after the game, he just seemed so relieved, but also confident. Like he, there was, uh, this confidence in him where they were like, okay, yeah, we won again. We figured out how to play winning football. This is where we turn the corner. We can't finish this season and, and, and pull things out.
1: See, it had to have been a big win for them. I mean, to win it by a big score as well, uh, I guess the team with a winning record. So that's some nice playoff points there. Um, and then now they've got the two Bay City schools who are not the, the strongest teams in the Saginaw Valley League. And, you know, Bay City Central, though, is is one of the weaker teams in the Saginaw Valley, but they're just coming off a 22-21 to 21 win over Mount Pleasant, which uh, was, was one of the shocks around the state. I mean, that was Mount Pleasant's first loss of the season, and they were ranked in the top 10. Um, so maybe they get a Bay City team that's already peaked and coming off their big win and Probably gonna maybe get a down game from them too on top of Bay City Central being a team that wasn't expected to even be in that game let alone win it
0: yeah and unfortunately Traverse City West is going to get an upset not pleasant team this Friday uh, at Thurlby. so things aren't looking good for the Titans to, to break their five game losing streak
1: yeah and then central after getting shut out yeah and then Central has Bay City Western who's you know like about a, a 500-ish team. Um, you know, aside from Dow, I mean, Dow would be their best win from Bay City Western. So that seems like a game maybe where Central and West, Bay City Western are sort of evenish. And then you end the season with Traverse City West, which, you know, always a little bit more of a coin flip than you think because of the whole Patriot game rivalry thing. But I imagine Central's going to go into that game as a large favorite.
0: Yeah, it, it is one of those where no matter what the records are, it it could go either way just because of the uh, the stakes uh, of that game. Um, all right, on onto uh, a little bit of soccer and then some volleyball. Uh, we've got two really good uh, soccer teams here in, in Traverse City in uh, Traverse City West and Traverse City Christian. Um, I, I was going to ask the better Traverse City soccer team, West or Christian, but. I think it's clearly West only because they're you know they're they're a D one school that's not taking anything away from Christian. Um, but I'll I'll ask this: more likely to make it to the Final Four, Traverse City West or Traverse City Christian?
1: You know, I haven't seen Traverse City Christian yet. Um, I think later this week that'll change, but um,
0: that'll change in a couple hours.
1: Yeah. Um, so. Just given that, I'll just say I'll say TC West just because of what I've seen. I I think this is a team that is definitely capable of going to the Final Four. Um, they've they've got that chip on their shoulder. They've got skill. They've got talent. They've got a great defense. They've got a great goaltender. Obviously, they had the coaching. Um, so I, right now, I'll go with TC West. You know, maybe maybe this afternoon, TC Christian changes my mind when they play a, this, another ranked team in and M.C. NMC.
0: Which is going to be a fantastic game, hopefully. Uh, could this be West's year, uh, given their given their defense, given given the tools that they have, the the complete dominance that they seem to show uh, on, on the pitch?
1: I think it definitely could be. Um, you know, the last time they won the state title was what? I think it was 06, I think, was the year when they had Casey Townsend. I mean, when you have a guy who's a first-round draft pick in the MLS draft, it's kind of hard to lose, but... They also managed that pretty well. Uh, so and, and they just they, they played really good defense that that year as well. And, uh, but I, th- I think that this team definitely does have those tools. I mean it, it's got to start in the playoffs with the defense and, and a goaltender that you're confident in and they have both of those. and then they have definitely the, the tools up front with some players that can score. And they've shown that they can be pretty effective on set pieces as well, which in those tight games can often decide games. I mean, that, that TC Central game, one of their goals that they scored was uh, uh, a free kick from midfield. I mean, just, just put it in.
0: Yeah. I, I think when you go and see uh, Central uh, later this evening, you're going to be really impressed. Um, I especially playing against uh, i think McBain nmc is
1: ranked 10th yeah i believe they moved uh, at, into the top 10
0: at least in the, in the last um henry Reinick is a is a scorer uh, what roy montney is getting out of that club right now you know i saw the the flashes of that team last year uh and now they really just seem to be putting it all together and they've got uh a solid group of youngsters that supports uh the upperclassmen and the, and the veterans on that team uh, what happens today will be will be very telling but I, i've been overly impressed with uh with christian so far this season um all right a little volleyball talk uh, and then we'll get into the interview uh which you're going to be doing solo my man so good luck on that uh, solo interviews are are always fun uh, but at least each one of the guests gets their own mic this time. so Yeah, that'll be good. That's good. Always nice. Um, more underrated volleyball team right now. I'm going to give you three options. Unranked Trevor City Central, which we've talked about in the past. They've uh, got a big match against Cadillac next week. Uh, they're currently unranked. Uh, or honorable mentions, Manton, uh, which is 28-4-4, uh, has a win over McBain and MC, which is ranked number nine and or I will mention Lake City, which beat Manton in straight sets. I think uh, they're all underrated. I'm just curious to know which one is like more underrated. These are all very underrated teams. Uh, Manton has been really impressive this season, and, and Lake City uh, as well. For them to take out a, a really good Manton team in straight sets and do it in dominating fashion, uh, that that says something.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, as far as on a state level, like, I think all three are definitely underrated. Um, Trevor City Central I think has opened some eyes and uh, you know we'll get that that big match with them this week against Cadillac that'll be you know hopefully for a that'll be for a chance to win the big North Conference that's right it's this week I
0: said next week but I was I
1: misspoke on that yeah and uh, I think by virtue of Lake City beating Manton it's got to be Lake City they've for a for a a smaller school like that they've got um, what you can't um, teach which is height and they have the two biz balls up front <laughs> and, and you just uh, uh, can't you can't teach that and and they have that so uh, that's that's what I'm going to go with as of right now
0: i'll agree with you i think that that's right i would love to see matton and lake city go up against the each other again and i wonder if that would happen uh in, in districts or maybe at some point later on uh this season um, uh, or you know in, in the playoffs seeing those two squads go i'm sure matton wants another shot at lake city and i'm sure lake city would be more than happy to to play that game so uh, be interesting to see how things play out for the rest of the volleyball season but uh, why don't we go ahead right now and we'll get into James's interview with uh, MESIC's Colton Eckler and Ben Humphreys.
1: We're happy to have Mizzick football players, uh, Ben Humphreys, and uh, Colt Neckler. Happy to be here. And uh, you guys are five and one coming into this into this week. You got three pretty good games coming up the rest of the season. Um, just talk about what the what's the talk about Mizzick about the football team and doing so well this season.
3: Uh, we've had a couple good football seasons in the mm-hmm. past couple years, and I think we're just pretty excited about having another good year of football. We haven't had the best football seasons in the past, but we're, we're going up. It's getting better, that's for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, I think a lot of guys want it really bad this year, um, especially the seniors. We have a, our seniors are stacked with athletes right now, and we're trying to take it further than the music team has.
1: Mm-hmm. What, uh, it's been a while since you guys won a playoff game. Um, yeah. Two years. A couple years. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and that one was kind of a big deal because I think it was yeah. the first one. Yeah. Uh, so you guys looking to take it farther than that even? Yeah, definitely. All the way, if we can. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you, you guys are coming off a 60 to nothing win over Bear Lake. Um, the last three seasons, the last three weeks of the season, you have Brown City, Sutton, Bay, and the Lakes, which are three pretty good teams. What are you looking forward to, to finishing the season out?
3: I'd say just... Some good hard competition is that's what we all been looking for. These games are fun, but they're not always the the best. Mm-hmm. We want some, some good competition, which is what these last three weeks have to offer us. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be fun.
2: Yeah, I I think uh Brown City, especially this next upcoming week, will really show how well we'll put together a team we actually have. It'll it'll really bring out the real the real music football team that we got.
1: Mm-hmm. And you guys got to go on the road for that one. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was hoping it was like be here. Then we try to go out to that one probably. But uh, being a team at kind of a playing across the state is that an opportunity to to kind of maybe open some eyes in other parts of the state to
3: to music football? Definitely. Yeah, we we haven't gone down that far for football in a in a while, so it'll be cool. But kind of sucks at the same time. Yeah. How long of a trip is that going to be? I think it was like. Two and a half hours. Some. It's it's a pretty long trip.
1: Yeah, because Brown City's like in the thumb. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's over there. <laughs> um, now, Colton, you transferred from Warren area, right? Yes. Okay. How how much of an adjustment has it been to move into a small town?
2: Um, there my class size went from the four hundreds to forty, <laughs> so it's a lot less people and a much smaller atmosphere in general, mm-hmm. towns and people included.
1: Mm-hmm what's been the biggest adjustment
2: um probably sports to be honest uh, sports are a lot they're ran a lot different here with less coaching staff and less team members and the programs are you know they're built around what they got so it's a lot um, mm-hmm. it's a lot more focused on more the whole team instead of like having defensive and offensive indies how bigger schools do you know with their sp- like offensive coordinator and defensive coordinators we have well, in practice, we have mommy. Other than that, during game time, we have other coaches. But then they're focused on their JV team, you know. So we got one coach and then the rest of the teammates. So like our seniors, our seniors step up a lot more, and we try to help them with what we know that we know that we can point out to the younger guys to fix.
1: mm mm-hmm. So Ben, what was the, what was the thing you had to introduce him to
3: when moving to, to music? Oh uh, everybody talks about everything. They're yeah. Just, if you're a good athlete people are going to know about it in the town they're going to look at you different treat you different and they're going to want to talk to you like outside of school and stuff in restaurants i know we went out to the went out there uh, pretty much lunch before bear lake and uh, people were like how many touchdowns gonna to have tonight colton how many tackles are you gonna to have tonight ben it was just that's pretty cool that's never happened to me before so that was a cool experience mm-hmm.
2: yeah it is everyone knows who you are which is where the leadership of us comes in you know we're always Always making sure we had a good
1: head on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, where does your nickname come from? People calling you Emmett.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in basketball, we had a coach, We have a coach. His name's Nate Hall, and uh, he's been our coach for a long time. He's actually our, our varsity head coach this year, mm-hmm. and our, our old AD, and basketball coach left for some family opportunities and stuff like that. And uh, one time in, like, 6th or 7th grade, I, I wore, uh, like, orange uh, shorts and, like, a blue shirt, and uh, that movie, like, the Lego movie. Mm-hmm. That was just coming out, and he's just screaming Emmett the whole time, and it's, it's stuck ever since. It's it's name, that's for sure. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't even know about that. Yeah.
1: So it's just him that calls you that all the yeah. time, or does, is it kind of stuck a on with other people?
3: It's It's pretty much just him and then our, our other coach, Coach Sisson, he does mm-hmm. to that, too. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of... Have you, gotten, have you gotten used to it? Or, yeah.
1: do, you, or do, you, do you not like it?
3: Yeah, I, I hear it all the time. He's at the top of the press box recording for us, and I, I hear, come on, Emmett, pick it up, or something like that.
1: <laughs> or oh, when you're watching game tape? Yeah. You, you hear it on tape? Yeah. Nice. Um, you, you were saying you guys uh, have a couple of trophy games that you play for. Yeah. Uh, we, talk about those.
3: We got uh, The Damn Brick, which is... Uh, Brethren has the Tippy Dam and we have the Hodenpile Pile Dam so a while ago we came together and said let's make this a rivalry game and play for a trophy and it, it's like a brick and one side's the Bulldogs, one side's the Bobcats I think that's what they are. Yeah. And uh, we write what the score is in the year we played and whoever wins the game keeps the brick till next year and okay. I've lost it two or three times, I can't remember. Mm-hmm.
1: Well last year they forfeited yeah, they okay. had
3: COVID at their yeah. school.
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay. And then the three guys won it by a couple touchdowns. So
3: yeah. um any other ones? Um, not really. We we used to have one with uh Manton, I'm pretty sure it was it was the big brown jug. We didn't have okay. that too many times.
1: <laughs> well now they're still playing eleven player and you're yep. playing eight player, so you don't yep. get to play them at all, so yeah. Um we'll talk about the other ritual that the team has. Of of painting the rock after every
3: win. Yeah, it's 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 a cool tradition. I don't see, like, I don't think I've seen any schools have it. We just we got a big rock at the end zone, and we get a the color of the team, their paint, and then we dump it on the rock. It's like a tradition thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So do you buy the paint ahead of time or get yeah. the paint ahead of time? Yep.
3: Our Coach Parrish, he supplies us with the paint, and it's, it's always super fun. Mm-hmm.
1: How, how in-depth do you paint it, or do you just dump it on?
3: Just seniors go first, juniors, sophomores, and then if the coaches want to, they can do it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's pretty cool. It's
1: like right after the game? Yeah,
3: we got, got our team meeting, then we say, Coach Mumby says, go paint the rock. And then we, it's, it's pretty cool. Everybody gets pretty hype over it. Okay.
1: It how many times have you been able to do that this season, then? Uh,
3: f- Four. Four times, I think, yeah.
2: Well, MCC was away.
3: Yeah, we got five wins. Yeah, four. Four times. Okay,
1: yeah. Did you paint it after the forfeit? No, we didn't (laughs) paint it after that. (laughs) Yeah, because Baldwin forfeited the first week, right? Yeah, Yeah. so three. How how big of a letdown is that to have your opener basically push back a week because your week one opponent forfeits like a day before the game,
2: I think, right? Yeah. It was a positive and a negative. Um, We were planning – weeks ahead of time for Baldwin obviously um and that first game opener yeah you, you have you know you have pretty big gap between every other game in the season um but it kind of gave us like extra room to prepare for Manatee Catholic and uh <coughs> sorry we knew they were gonna be pretty pretty good we knew they would put up a good mm-hmm. fight um we were expecting them to be better than last year which we all thought they were actually um so having those few extra days to prepare for them was a beneficial thing for MESA football um,
3: overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was nice. They've definitely improved their program over the last couple of years. They got a bunch of pretty good athletes, and it was nice. But it still, it wasn't the best because everybody was going into week two, and we were still fresh, not playing a game. You can definitely tell in that Catholic game that we haven't played a game
2: Especially the first half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Were you
1: just were you rusty, or or that they were they came in banged up from having to played a game?
3: I th- I think we were just, you know, first game jitters were in there, and everybody mm-hmm. was. It was just it was the first game, and it was their second week. They were put together. They were prepared for us, and we just pulled it out.
2: I'd say towards the end of the third quarter, we actually started playing football. Yeah. <laughs> so we were kind of getting by the first three quarters the best we could. And then fourth quarter I think we came to better or came together a lot better than what we were as a team and we fixed a lot of mistakes that last quarter.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. You guys still won that game by almost three touchdowns. Yeah.
2: Most it was in the last second half. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. You could definitely tell if you were there watching the game.
1: Mhm. Um so did you guys target the season for to? To try to get in the record books and not get really. him a whole bunch of touchdowns? Not I mean, ridiculous. not really. <laughs> I mean, you've had some of your own, too.
3: Yeah, I've had a couple.
1: But it's just, during a game like that, how are you keeping a track in your mind? You're like, I have
2: this um, actually, many touchdowns? No, actually, usually I don't. Um, you know, it's exciting when people, like, well, when we're in the common grounds, people are like, how many touchdowns gonna have? You know, you start thinking about it, but... And then when it comes to game, to be honest, um, I mean, I'm more focused on just winning. That's what I like to do: is just win. I'm not worried about mm-hmm. stats really. Uh, it's nice for recruitment wise, obviously, because I want to play college ball in the future. But I mean, I don't even think I get my stats till like the next week after Mondays, I think it is. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Like last game, I thought I had three touchdowns, and apparently it was four. I didn't know that until so my coach told me that. So, um, <laughs> last game, I mean, we, we, I, mean I, I blocked for my guard turned the rush for a touchdown. Yeah, so. yeah we,
3: at the end of the game, we had a, our center, Bradley Smith. He was, he's was, he been itching all year to just touch the footballer and snap it, and so we gave him that opportunity. We talked coaching coach 11, Yeah,
2: we, we agreed that one of us would block for yep. him. So.
3: Our, our first play was supposed to be Fumbrowski, but they lined up head over the center so we couldn't run it. Mm-hmm. And he he was pumped the whole week. He was telling everybody, "We're gonna run fumble Ruski the first play." <laughs> and
2: because it didn't work out, we talked yeah. to, talk to coach in the coach and let run the ball at running back. Mm-hmm. Okay,
3: so you put him in running back. Did you then? Did you play guard then? In that no, play, I, or <coughs> he he
2: actually went out.
3: Yeah, I went out, and then uh, we got another <coughs> center, so he stepped in. He did a good job, and mm-hmm. we actually had another guy, Ben Parrish. He was a, he's our tight end. He's an absolute stud, offensive end, defensively. Mm-hmm. and defensively. Especially defense. Yeah. He he was, he he hasn't ran the ball in probably since junior high. He used to be a quarterback. He he's just one of those kids. He's mm-hmm. six three, mm-hmm. six four. He's just a giraffe. And he was like, I want to run the ball. So I went to tight end, blocked for him, and then he just he actually scored. I think got
2: four carries. Yeah. He moved at thirty yards. Probably.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty cool. That was in the Bear Lake game. Yep.
2: Okay. That's another exciting thing. Like as a team. Yeah. Where it gets like and fun for the like as a unit
3: yeah that was really Mm -hmm.
1: fun yeah Um, and then so when did you find out that you had the eight touchdown game
2: um after like how
1: far after was it
2: that you you figured out it was eight. I I didn't know the record until that night Uh, coach Hall our bat our varsity basketball coach actually he's up in the booth and he does film and stats and uh, when we were in locker room going to change uh, that's when I found out I knew I was on a roll um, I knew I was moving the ball pretty well, which I was obviously excited. Uh, definitely did not know it was near a state record, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was more exciting once I found that out.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and you were, you were talking about basketball earlier. Yeah. How, how confusing is it that you had that last year you had two Simmers and a Simerson?
3: Uh, that, <laughs> they get me confused all the time. But I've known all those guys for a long time, but it's – Still confusing. The, when coach
1: yelled, did Coach have to just basically use first names? Yeah. I would guess, right? Well,
3: it, it's Connor, Carter, and Ashton, and he just – Nate Hall is actually Connor Carter's uncle, so he okay. just yells simmer and they both just look at him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Misek's gotten an influx of people in recent years. I mean, you transferred in on the basketball team. You got a couple kids that I think moved from <laughs> Idaho, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yep. Uh, you got some foreign exchange students, I think, that are playing sports for you guys um, here and there. We've
3: had a couple in the past, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, what is it that people need to know about the town of Mesick that they probably don't know?
3: I don't know. It's a small town. It's fun to be in. Everybody, we got Mushroom Festival. That's always, it's, it's our big town thing. Mm-hmm. And then some people might not be into it, but we got the Jeep blessing. That's this off road course. That's that's super fun to go to. He might not think so, <laughs> but it is. It's just it's a very welcoming town. Once you're in, you're you're in for life. My my dad had a foreign exchange student, and we my brothers went over there and visited her. She lives in Sweden, and they mm-hmm. went over there. My oldest brother's senior year, my middle brother's junior year, and this relationships last here. It's fun. Mm-hmm.
2: It is nice, it being a small town, though. I'd have to say, like, everyone knows you. I still have people from the town that I don't know, and they'll be saying my name, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know your name. You know, I have to introduce Mm -hmm. myself to get to know them, and they already know who I am, but then after that, I mean, it's like, you get to know them fairly quick. You know, there's not much that happens that people don't know about in Mesa, so once it's out, it's out. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Well, you got to keep it good, right? Yeah. 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 Keep him, keep him focused on the touchdowns. Uh, <clears throat> what's it looking like uh, if you guys looked ahead, like what the, the playoff picture would be for you guys? Like maybe who would be some of your more likely people that you would play? I have not.
2: Coach kind of keeps that to himself. I don't think he really wants to really put it out to the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. We are hoping to do good enough these next three weeks to get a home playoff game, though, which would be the I'd, first ever. I'm no, sure. second. Second.
3: Our first win was the first home playoff oh, game okay. when Gabe and them were in high school.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what we're hoping um, for.
3: Yeah. yeah, when we when we had that game, the town was that was that was really cool to see. Everybody had their windows painted, and we had a parade, and the fire trucks and stuff were going by. It was it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then after that win, we had. To, had a pretty long road game, and I was a freshman at the time, so I got pulled up. And uh, we got escorted out by, like, the fire department right in town. So, And everybody was lined up. They had just a bunch of people there. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, well, as of if – if the season ended today, you guys would play Breckenridge at home.
3: Yeah.
1: But, of course, things will change in three weeks. Yeah, yeah, And everything, playoff points will go up and down and everything. Um. So you're probably not going to be any worse than that. If you went out, if you went out, you'll you should get a home game.
3: That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, so, maybe. or or two maybe. Yeah. Um, this Roger City looks like is the number one seed in that region. So, and they're six and zero. Oh.
3: But yeah.
1: You never know. They're only like a couple of points ahead of you guys. Yeah. In the playoff point average. Roger City, you said. Yeah. Yeah. As of right now, that region would be Roger City against Inland Lakes, and then you guys against Breckenridge. So, but that can always, that can always change. Teams could go to other, re- move to other regions. Yeah, And so Everything flows quite a bit. Yeah, definitely. during the during the season. Yeah. Um, and you said you're the vice president of the National Honor Society.
3: Yep. <coughs> we got that induction tonight. Of course, I got the, the longest thing to read in front of everybody. <laughs> but it's just pretty cool.
1: So you studying up for that? Yep. Okay. What what all kind of the things do they get? In, do you get involved in with that?
3: Um we got a couple field trips coming up to like CMU and stuff like that. It's just mm-hmm. uh introduce us to some things. And then at the end of the year we have a, kind of a picnic. We go down to like a gathering place and we just have a picnic for the entire day of school. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Cool. Um and you mentioned wanting to play college college ball. Oh, yeah, have yeah. have you gotten much interest from from coaches Um, so far
2: yeah uh i have some smaller schools uh my first offer was lbm college which is they don't give athletic scholarships obviously uh, Mm -hmm. but i have other a lot of i mean elma um all of that kalamazoo hope i have a lot of the d3 i have some bigger schools i have saginaw valley i've been talking to a lot i got a visit coming up no a couple weeks actually there um i've been in contact with western in the past That's, that's kind of slowed down a lot lately um I've talked to the uh, recruiters from CMU. Um, mm-hmm. they, they come in and just so kind of ask how you are. I think they're more just kind of watching over above silently a little bit because they'll text me every now and then, mm-hmm. like, how you doing, how's it been, and they've done that a few times the past few months. Mm-hmm. Other than that, no, I don't have any, like, full rides or anything yet, so I'm hoping something comes out of that after the season. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing dream, For actually. Sure. dream come true.
1: Yeah. I guess, I guess since you've been here longer, Ben, yeah. uh, talk a little bit about just about MESIC um, and the, the athletic programs and how the last few years have seemed to have been some of the best years in, yeah. in school history or for a long, long time. I mean, outside of football even, you know, the basketball team going undefeated in the regular season last, last year. Yeah, was really big. The baseball and softball teams have been really good the last mm-hmm. few years. The volleyball team going to the final four of that one season. Yep. It, it's been...
3: A steady increase, and I it's a, I'm excited to see it continue after we graduate. I graduate next year, and graduates this year. It's I'm I'm just glad we're leaving a good program behind us, building it up for the little guys. And mm-hmm. It's it's just super fun to see because we weren't always the best at sports, but the, everybody on the team loved it, and that's just what you can ask for. My mm-hmm. brothers weren't blessed with the records we have, but they still made the memories and stuff like that. That's what counts. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I I love the fact that the basketball team does the thing where the other team gets introduced and you hold up the newspapers. <laughs> yeah, that, and everything. <laughs> yeah, that
3: became a pretty steady thing. That was somebody saw it on I think TikTok and they were like, "Well, oh, that's a pretty good idea." Yeah, and Michigan it, State does that. Yeah, we yeah, did it, we did it every week. So. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's a cool thing we do.
2: That was the biggest student section I've seen at all sports. Is during the basketball season. Every whole, even away games. I mean, yeah. we traveled.
3: The the Manton game, our first game. That was I was I got to sit on the bench with the team. And uh, hearing the entire bench behind us just chant Misic, that was that was one of the biggest that things cool. I've ever it was ever seen in Mesick. Wow, mm-hmm. it I mean, was you very could loud.
2: the Bottom of your feet during warm ups. Yeah. coming in, all the noise and it yeah. was big. That was mm-hmm. that was insane. That was a bigger yep. game than I've seen even at Warren. Yeah, uh, it was
0: packed.
1: Mm-hmm. And we appreciate that it's Record Eagles that you're holding up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember covering a couple games last year and. And seeing that, and I was like, "That's pretty sweet." Yeah. <laughs> um, well, how how good do you think the basketball team is going to be
3: this season? It, I, I mean, think you have a be... change in coaches, but yeah. Well, this coach has been with us all since we were little guys, and mm-hmm. I feel like we' would be good, better, maybe this year. I, it's going to be a good season again, real good. Mm-hmm. We got we only lost three guys, and one of them, Connor Simmer, he was our our big guy last year, and. Mm-hmm. That that sucked, but we got some other guys. Ashton Simmerson, our quarterback. He's he caught fire right at the end of the season. He he, basketball. he can shoot the ball from anywhere, and Carter Simmer, mm-hmm. Connor's brother. He can also shoot the ball from anywhere.
2: For like snipers.
3: Yeah, it's it's crazy. They're they're just crazy athletes, and I mm-hmm. I know Ashton wants to play college basketball, which I he can definitely do if he puts his heart to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Carter has some aspirations to doing that too. Yeah, he's a
2: crazy athlete. I mean.
3: Yeah. He can do anything. Yeah, he, he played baseball for the first time two years ago and this year I think he was our ace pitcher. He he went from sitting on the bench and eating all the snacks to starting <laughs> in every game. He's mm-hmm. just he can pick things up so fast. Mm-hmm. He's he's a crazy athlete. Like How's the baseball so. team looking? Pretty good. We again lost Connor. He's one of our better hitters and he had this curveball that was crazy. I have no idea how he threw it. He threw it like a football. It was, it was crazy. but looks like it's coming at your face yeah. and it just drops
2: in to you. Yeah,
3: we only lost two two guys this year for baseball, so it should be pretty good again. Mm-hmm. And then we got some of uh, the little guys coming up. They're they're good. My cousin's one of them.
1: Okay.
2: Cool. Well yeah.
1: Thank you guys for making the trip up here from Music, and uh, we'll get you get you out of here in time to get to your NHS thing. Yeah. yeah so thank you. Yeah.
2: Providence.
3: Thank you for having No us.
1: problem. Thanks a lot. Good luck against Brown City on Saturday. Thank you.
0: Thank you again to Colton and. Ben, for joining James in the Get Around Studio. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, well, Colton was our Get Around Hall of Fame inductee last week, uh, which was uh, pretty much a no-brainer. We only have two nominations this week for the Get Around Hall of Fame as our student athlete of the week. I'll get us started. I'm going to go with Buckley's Aiden Herron, uh, the junior bear picked up Three wins on the cross country circuit uh, in a span of seven days, giving her six wins in seven races so far this season. She won the Cadillac Invitational with a season best time of eighteen thirty point one. Then she won the Northwest Conference Jamboree Number Two uh, with a nineteen seventeen point one. And then on Saturday, she won the Shepherd Blue Jay Invitational, which is a huge cross country meet every single year. Uh, she ran an 18.33.2, and uh, right now I've got her as kind of the front runner for the girls' runner of the year, and uh, I think she's a front runner for the Get Around Hall of Fame this week.
1: Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah, I think she would be definitely one of the front runners for the for the runner of the year so far. Um, I'm gonna go with Boyne City's Gavin Hewitt. Uh, he ran five times for 23 yards and caught four passes for 62 yards, um, but scored four touchdowns in that. City game. Uh, he also had a pick six, um, which was one of the touchdowns. He had one receiving, two rushing, and one and a pick six. And then he also, um, on Jack Neer's interception in the end zone when Charlevoix was threatening one time, um, Near was able to intercept the ball because Hewitt deflected it away from the defender or away from the receiver. So, just a good all around game there by uh, Gavin Hewitt in a big game between two of the top 10 teams in the state.
0: Okay. Well, since Jordan isn't here, I'm going to throw in
1: another nominee
0: just because if we don't, I feel like it's a huge oversight. If we don't mention the fact that Reed Seabase ran for 323 yards on Friday, Uh, 323 yards and three touchdowns on 24 carries in the uh, Trojans' Skid breaking win over Midland Dow when they won sixty two to twenty six. Um, I mean that's got to at least be mentioned. I I think that this is a, a case where Definitely. we throw all three
1: of them in. Right. I'm cool all, with that since we don't have a tie yeah. breaking vote. Yeah, let's just we don't put have all a tie three breaking
0: in. vote. And I don't see I, you've got someone who won three cross country meets, which is huge. Someone who ran for th- more than three hundred yards and three touchdowns and a big win, and then. Uh, you had Hewitt's performance in a battle of unbeaten top 10 teams in, in which his team pretty much dominated that game. So I am going to make a, a ruling here and put all three of men and say congratulations to Buckley's Aiden Heron, Boyne City's Gavin Hewitt, and Traverse City Central's Reed Seabase. You are the latest inductees into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in Northern Michigan as our athletes of the week. Uh, I can't believe I almost didn't talk about that because that's an insane performance from Seabase. 323 yards is... I mean, that happens sometimes in football. Usually it's 8-man. You don't see that a lot in 11-man football.
1: No, and not in Division 1 or 2 games. Not a whole lot, no. no. So, yeah. Big game there for for Reed. Former guest on the show.
0: uh, Yes. Yeah, a great guest. He was fantastic. I loved having Reed on on the... Uh, he'd be a good one for the uh, for the hot ones. I don't know how he does with spicy food, but it'd be interesting to see how... I'm mm-hmm. sure he would be interesting uh, to watch. Uh, who was the kid that you mentioned uh, on Friday that we need to have Joey on, on our... Uh, Joey Donahue Joey said Donahue. he would do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. When good. I was talking to him We've in practice him one time. On Alright. Gotta figure out how to Get that, get moving on that. Get moving quicker. Um, so, But let's uh, move into the uh, trifecta slash this week, the uh, Duo Lipa, as it's just the two of us. Uh, James, what was your high school mascot growing up?
1: Uh, we were the Green Hornets. The Green Hornets. Green okay. Hornets. A lot of times just Hornets, but officially it's the Green Hornets of, of so Central w- Montcalm. Was-
0: that was uh, the Green Hornet. Was that Ryan Reynolds or was that Seth Rogen? Uh,
1: Seth Rogen Ryan, is in the is in the, the Green Hornet movie.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Or whatever. Oh, that's color right. Hornet Ryan Reynolds was. was
0: uh, he was the Green Lantern. Ryan Reynolds was the Green Lantern, which was which bombed, and he would like everyone to forget about that and just remember that he's Deadpool instead. Uh, big news about that too with uh, Wolverine. Hugh Jackman reprising his role role as uh, Wolverine for the next Deadpool. Did you see that?
1: No, I did not. I heard Deadpool 3. I heard him teasing Deadpool 3 is coming.
0: Yeah, uh, Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine one last time after dying in Logan. Because Logan apparently is set in 2029, and this is before 2029. So that's how they're getting away with it and having him come back one more time. Mm. Um so I was the Victor J. Andrew Thunderbolts. I went to Victor J. Andrew High School in Tin- in Tinley Park, Illinois. Uh, and we were the Thunderbolts, the T-bolts for short, um, which doesn't make any sense because a Thunderbolt is not a thing. Um, a Lightning Bolt is, um, mm-hmm. but a Thunderbolt, uh, I guess Thunderbolts of Lightning, very, very frightening. So maybe it is a thing. Maybe it was named, maybe Victor J. Andrew was a big fan of of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and and Queen uh, and that's why he wanted to go with that but uh, the trifecta duolipa question this week um, obviously asking about high school mascots and that we talked about the Bear Lake Lake Bears earlier which might be my favorite <laughs> thing that's ever been said on this podcast um, uh, if you could pick any mascot for the fictional high school named after you so James Cook High
1: what would it be? Wow, uh, I haven't put a whole lot of thought into this actually. Probably put more. <laughs> I put more thought into the Lake Bears. Uh, <laughs> Can you just be the James Cook High Lake Bears? That's, uh, or, I mean, or the or the nerds would be a good one. You want to go the, with the nerds, the sports nerds? <clears throat> because you know I'm all into fantasy football, which is basically uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons for jocks.
0: The the James Cook
1: analysts there probably is a james cook high school somewhere in australia i would imagine there's a university right there's a university is there there. james james
0: cook high school we're gonna find out right now i'm I'm typing it in
1: i'll look up the university and see what the because there actually is a james cook university
0: yeah there's a james cook high school in auckland new zealand that is awesome and they are what is their mascot James Cook High School. It looks like they're the Endeavor. They're the. They got some sailboats or something. That's fun. Speaking of which, I. You know what? Um. I I would steal it, I guess, because the they're already a uh, a pro. Um. Hockey team, but I like I like the Kraken.
1: That is the, pretty sweet. The
0: Brent, the Brent, like the Seattle Kraken, is a is an awesome name. Uh, the Brendan P. Queely Kraken sounds weird. Um, but I like the the James the Cook Endeavor, the Endeavors. I like that.
1: I'm looking up James Cook University, which is in uh, Queensland. Okay. So you have a high school, and, a, and apparently, a high
0: school.
1: yeah, and a college. But apparently, the college does not have athletics. It, like their Wikipedia okay. page has nothing about athletics. Okay, well that's a bummer. So they don't have so... a mascot. Like, Shame I, on you. I you like James the Cook University for not having athletics.
0: <laughs> I I like the. Um... That in New Berlin, Illinois, uh, there are the their mascot is the pretzels. The, I'm a I'm a fan of that. I like pretzels, so I, I might steal that one if if I were to uh, to pick one of those. But I yeah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna settle on I don't know. Do I do do I go something with my my heritage? Um, do I go with the uh, something Irish and well, you know what? The puffins. That's my that's my pick. I'm going to go with those weird, flightless, and, and apparently tasty birds that that Vikings like to eat. And I'm I'm going to go with the uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be the I'll be the puffins, the Brendan P. Queely puffins, where the P stands for puffin. <laughs> Brendan Puffin Quealy.
1: <laughs> there you
0: go. All right. It's and So settled. you're great. Um, for our when I become a a very wealthy person, that will never happen. It'll have to be in another life, and can uh, buy a high school and have it named after me. That's what I'll. That's what I'll do. You'd be so. like a regular Jalen Rose. Exactly. So, all right. Um, well, James, uh, thank you as always for uh, putting on a fantastic episode of the Get Around Podcast and thank you of course for the Bear Lake Lake Bears um, uh, should we petition Bear Lake to have them change their mascot to the Lake Bears
1: they, would, I think this is a they would have to change their football helmet logo
0: yeah that's fine which
1: is kind of, I, right I now think, it's a ship's wheel
0: yeah I think that this is a cause I'm ready to get behind we'll, we're going to talk about <laughs> this every week for a long time until they make the change uh, but of course uh, thank you of course, to our audible viewers for tuning in to episode 228 of the Get Around Podcast to our venerable reporter Jordan Puente, get well soon hope to have you back on the pod next week but for now this has been episode 228 of the Get Around and it is in the books